Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. is going on everybody my name is Connor Lawler welcome back to another month of movie monthlies this is the Heroes for Hire podcast we are back again talking all the month's movie news I am joined as always by my partner and my best pal Mr. Sean Mead Sean how's it going I'm good Connor as usual genuinely excited to talk about movies these days I, I love movies and so we, we all love movies here. If you're new here, we used to do this every week, and then we decided Ooh, let's just do it once a month, and we stack up all of the best news from that month. Now, look, what that also means is that we do talk about trailers that are like two weeks old, but we get to do it all together. Yeah, and genuinely, Connor, we used to talk about trailers that were two weeks old anyway because they used to always drop on a <laughs> Tuesday. So it's much no different, really. It's, Honestly, the same level of content and accuracy you're getting. <laughs> um, so this is, uh, as I said, Movie Monthlies for the month of April. A lot of stuff happened this month. Um, and there's a few stuff, legally stuff, we're not going to touch on. Uh, you probably oh, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> right. Oh, who could have seen, who could have predicted it? I'm going to put my hands up. We're not going to cover that because, should you have Absolutely. a law degree? No, not at all. I have a media degree, which is arguably yet less useful. It's actually less useful than every other degree, and I have the same (laughs) one. We have exactly the same degree, don't we? (laughs) So so what I'm going to say is, if you came here to listen to that, I don't know why you would, but... Oh, How about you go ooh, kick ooh. rocks for a while? Imagine uh, me, I'm pulling my shirt. <laughs> oh no. There's a big cane uh, coming from off stage. <laughs> um, so, but we will be talking about a lot of different trailers. We have three trailers I wanted to talk about. How many? There was three. Trailers. Three? Yes. Three trailers? <laughs> Yes, because, so there was actually five, uh, but I cut it down. We're not going to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, snippet that came out due to the fact that the movie is out literally in like four days. Um, Yeah. And I mean, I don't really want to watch a trailer for a movie that's coming out in the same week. Um, Yeah, which is another, sorry, that's just another thing that I'm like 
kind of happy that we don't do this week on week now is that I'm going to be genuinely surprised by some things that happen in some movies now. <laughs> yeah. And so um, if this is your first episode, we could really enjoy it if you gave us a subscribe, a follow, a like, or whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on. No pressure. But if it is your second or more time, I will get some people to come around to your house and maybe sort you out if you yeah. don't do any of those things. If it's your fourth time listening, you have to go to the Patreon. I can't stress that enough. That legally has to happen. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Patreon, Sean, it's oh. the month of May. And you know what it that is. means? That, yes. That means... Your that we, birthday. No. Well, yes. But also, <laughs> um, we have put out our Patreon movie review from last month. And guys... May 4th is coming up, so you know what always happens every April, is we have released our movie review of everyone's favourite Star Wars movie, Episode 8. Universally loved Episode 8, mm-hmm. The Last Jedi, The Last mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. Um, so if you want to listen to that review, head on over there. We've got loads of other reviews as well. But Sean, we got to get into it, because I'm actually going to start with oh. Star Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big in Star Wars last month. I shot. I never get to say this phrase. Big good news. Big good news, <laughs> good news for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> three new Star Wars movies were announced. How many? Three. I'll okay. Stop. <laughs> what is the deal with the tree? <laughs> I don't know. I say it funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> three. <laughs> um, so after many fall star Sean cancelled projects, directors yeah. dropping out, directors dropping in, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is officially not happening. Tyka's is still on. T- I'm pretty sure. Weird. Weird that that's the one that's sticking around. <laughs> um, star Wars is finally ready to return to theaters, having announced three new upcoming standalone movies during the opening of Star Wars Celebration that happened a few weeks ago. Um, Sean, how do you feel about this news? I know you love Star Wars. Three new brand Look, new movies. I've, 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 I've said in the past I love most of Star Wars outside of most of the films. Yeah. Uh, all of the like extended universe stuff is really, really fucking cool and interesting. And then the film's most of them, I think, like, half of them are maybe kind of good. Um, I'm... Ex- I, 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 I don't want to reward just what I felt that the conference was just a bit pandery. Okay? Oh. It was more of like, oh, we know you like this. Oh, we know you'll <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking cheer for this, won't you? <laughs> Here's yeah. all these people you like. Come on out, people. <laughs> you absolute fucking losers. Yeah, Here we dickheads. go. <laughs> <laughs> you think Kathleen well, Kennedy's like giving the finger while she's introducing more people? It's the like like it's the 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 condescending PowerPoint, and the most like it's the bit of the PowerPoint where they show the timeline, they show all the movies that they're going to make, yeah. and then Kathleen Kennedy pushes a button, and suddenly it goes into the future as well, oh, oh. and it's like okay, but like what have you actually done here? Is it going to be good? Well, they've done a PowerPoint shot. Not just anyone can make a PowerPoint, famously. Not just anybody. Um, well, I wanted to discuss the three officially announced ideas, films, that they're going to be doing. Yeah. I want to see your excitement level. Um, I, I do understand where you're coming from because we've been burned a lot. So many times. So ma- By it's so hard. many companies. It, it's an abusive relationship at this point that I feel like this announcement, everyone was like, 
that's really good, but I don't want to trust them that they won't go out for a packet of cigarettes next week and leave us. Exactly. And like, like, like at a certain point with like Disney and like Star Wars and all that, we're the product at the end of the day. <laughs> so we're going to start with the um, movie that I think is probably the pretty strongest one. James Mangold yeah. um, is down to direct one of these movies. If anyone doesn't know, James Mangold, director of Logan and the upcoming Indiana Jones movie that is meant to have been good. Really, though? Spielberg signed off on that and he was like, yeah, I thought I was the only on one that could do it. James signs- Cameron signed off on Terminator Genesis. Nothing means anything from any director. <laughs> no, they, just Fableman's it, like, is pretty good, though. I mean, um, if anyone ever understands why don't they say stuff like that, like Cameron's a producer on that movie or Spielberg's a producer and in, if the movie makes money they make money so yeah. there aren't going to be like that's dog shit which is why I'm really confused every time James Gunn is like man the Flash is fantastic <laughs> I've, I've heard it's good right but I've also seen clips of it and it looks like yeah. shit I don't understand I don't understand they, what's they happening they do the pandery thing as well they have Michael Keaton being like you want to get nuts let's get nuts and yeah. I'm like go fuck yourself honestly <laughs> <laughs> so James Mangold, um, he is coming in to direct a, a Star Wars movie and it tells the story of the Force. So his movie will go back to the dawn of the Jedi, um, a time set t- tens of thousands of years earlier than anything we've seen so far. But how are they going to fit in a Skywalker into that story, Shall I don't understand yeah, like you, you, I guess you could do like the like the progenitor of the chosen, like the bloodline or something like that, that kind of stuff. Um, there, like expanded universe. It, it was the it, it, this is creative naming the Jedi. The Jedi Order, Connor, it used to be the Jedi Order. Good. Um, uh, now, what's really fucking rad about those is that instead of lightsabers, they basically had giant car batteries hooked up to swords. And that's how they fought. No way. <laughs> it's fucking insane. They're called proto-sabers. Oh, and are they called prime Jedis? I read a lot about prime, or D-prime Jedi. I, yeah, like the ori- prime first, like original yeah, Jedi. Yeah, the original the Jedi. Jedi yeah. God. Um, Formation of the Order. <laughs> and, so this is going to be said 25,000 years before the events of A New Hope. Um, and I mean, it also will feature Act 2, which is uh, the place where Luke Jedi, Luke Skywalker is. Luke Jedi. Luke Skywalker is in Episode 8. It's a you whole mean thing. Skellig Michael, Connor. Sorry, Skellig Michael. That's the only place I know it as. I don't understand what, what <laughs> you're talking about. <laughs> it's so reductive. Like in Ireland, like that's an ancient site of like monasteries and stuff like that, that island. But now it's just, that's where they filmed Star Wars. <laughs> that's where they did the stars. <laughs> so it is. Um, so James Mangold coming in to direct this show. How do you feel about a movie that's not based around the Skywalkers 25,000 years before James Mangold directed? Listen to me, Sean. I think Mm -hmm. this could be good. I think this could (laughs) actually be good, is the thing. This is the one I'm, like, really hyped for. Um, Because, again, most of the interesting shit in Star Wars happened before any of the Skywalker stuff, in my opinion. Uh, Like, and then, like... You need a, and then I want to again. Just give me a movie about Darth Revan, like that's all I want mm. in the world. Connor Martin came on and talked about Darth Revan. It was a really, yeah. really good character. He's a cool Use character. Uh, he's he's been both dark side and light side, and he's real cool. 
Yeah, you get a redemption arc in there. It fucking writes itself. Just do it. Also, give me also, a Darth Bane movie about the start of the Sith. Why not? But I'm going. I'm going to say so. I think this is too far back. <laughs> really? <laughs> I wanted like. I, I don't want to be co- want to complain because we were always like just do a different time right yeah. and now they're like right double down 25,000 years I was like well I was thinking more like a <laughs> hundred well you got like as it stands like between episode one and episode nine isn't that something it's like 90 years or something like that yeah so like they need to just give themselves a bit more of a fucking window to work with uh, going I back twenty five thousand years gives mm. them a quite a big window to play around with I, i'd even take a thousand even just go back a thousand years and just I let's mean, just see what was going on nah it was exactly the same a thousand years same. ago not changed you know okay <laughs> they reached a peak so, so we've got Mangold and he said that he told Kathleen Kennedy I wanted to make a kind of Bible movie a kind of Ten Commandments of Star Wars movie like um, with about the arrival of the Force hmm Hmm. So it, it, like, it, it's it, technically the force would have always been there, uh, ah. but the, the first people that learned to tap in to the force, like in the Warhammer Forty Thousand universe, it would be yeah. the Psychers is what you're but, looking. But at. here's the thing, though: Sean, not anyone can use the force. That's not I mean, they did set it up that anyone could use it, but this, then the thing they is, can't that, is use it taught or is it an inherent ability? It's it's a whole thing uh, we, that um, that comes up. <laughs> okay, so out of ten, what's this? What's the excitement level? What's what's the level that you're like? I'm looking forward to this, or no? I'm going to give that one a seven, right? Okay, uh, only for the fact that it opens the door to all of the shit that came before. You know, like it, they're literally going to the beginning. So now we can do all of the cool stuff that happened in between. There's a really cool um, group. I say cool, they're fucked up. I'd love a horror movie based in the Star Wars universe around a group called the Yuuzhan Vong, which are just basically like raiders and reavers who come from outside of the galaxy. They live in like the dark regions and they're immune to the force. They're di- like disconnected. So force stuff does not affect them. So the Jedi just have to learn to fight better. Fuck. It's that, class. That's real good. It sounds look, good. Because what you've done is now you have these characters, the Jedi, who are set up as having all of these powers. Yeah. You take away the main one. I mean, it's the one thing you do with all characters of like comic books. Like, yeah. oh, this superhero's lost his powers. He better overcome the villain. Yeah. Oh, just Thor genius. dropped his hammer. Is he still good without the yeah. hammer? Like, this kind of shit is how you write basic you know, good right, stories. Every time we talk about Star Wars and you're like, I read this thing and you come up with the coolest fucking shit I've ever heard. <laughs> and then I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> Why are we focusing on this one family the whole time? <laughs> you're like, just in, the t- in your brain, you're just like... Do you remember, I read this story 10 years ago about this one around the dig. I'm like, holy shit, that would be amazing. Genuinely. Like, if anyone, like, if you scroll through the Star Wars Wikipedia, which again is called Wikipedia, it's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you scroll through that for 15 minutes, you get 10 plots of movies that are better than anything that's come before. <laughs> well, the next movie, Sean, uh, okay, we're hoping for more than a seven this time. Dave okay. Filoni, he's involved. It's mm-hmm. his film will bring together many of the current Disney Plus series. Um, and it will obviously come and it'll focus on the New Republic and close out the interconnected stories told in The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, Ashoka and the other Disney Plus series. 
Um, so it's basically like a movie that just brings all that together in one go. Okay, I'm going to say this right here and now. Yeah. It's three. I, it's a three on the scale of excitement. I, I, uh, look, Mandalorian season one, great. Um, I have not, I watched season two with Mandalorian, it gets worse. And then season three, I watched an episode and didn't like it. Same with Book of Boba Fett. Gave an episode, wasn't you a big know, fan. Actually, I've heard negative things about season three of The Mandalorian. It's, yeah, it just seems like it's, it's lost what made it special. Weirdly mm. enough, now Jack Black is in an episode, so that's an automatic 10. However, yeah. uh, I think it's, it just kind of lost focus. Apparently, the whole thing about The Mandalorian, that series, the reason they want Grogu is because he has force healing and the Sith, on the Sith acolytes on Exegol want that power to bring back Palpatine. The whole Mandalorian series exists to give reason to the somehow Palpatine returned line. Mm. So that kind of makes it lose a little, a lot of its luster. <laughs> it does really when you feel like it's a I love means the to idea an end. That you base your most popular series off the world's worst line ever written in a film. <laughs> and like, like and it's, I, I, no, look, obviously I haven't seen all of the series. I haven't seen Andor, which people have told me is excellent. Apparently that is excellent. Yeah, so that's one I'll give a go to. Um, I, You know, that a lot of that looks pretty good and interesting. And again, it's a different story in the Star Wars universe. Mm. But I've fallen off from uh, Mandalorian pretty much almost entirely. But I do, I do uh, understand that they're probably... I mean, there's a lot of popularity there. There's a fan base there. Oh, 100%. Bring out that movie, connect it all together. It makes sense from a business point of view. you got a few successful series. Why keep doing them? Let's just put them in one big movie, big blow-off. It also does validate... Validate's probably not the right word there, but... Um, gives, it gives value. It does give value, though. Yeah, it gives value to the Disney Plus series to be like, no, these are as important as the movies because they play into it. Um, yeah, and you have to watch these and this will make the movies better, all that shit. Um, yeah. And then our last movie is going to be one that really shocked me, this news. Yeah. Is that Ray will be returning in the I, new, in a third and final Star Wars movie. How much money do you think they're giving Daisy Ridley for this? <laughs> Like, why did she put herself back through this? It's got, like, it's got to be measured by truckload. Like, the, oh, the that more getting. than trucks. <laughs> a, a car truck truck. <laughs> a truck truck truck. Like, it's insane. Like, f- for the way that that's here. And no, also, like, none of the sequel trilogy, 7, 8, and 9, that's none of the actors' fault involved oh no we're not we're literally not blaming it but we know the shit that they all went through because they were associated with somehow palpatine returned and especially daisy ridley i mean she was the lead character and she wasn't a a man (laughs) so she was and she she had powers and she was she was she was good and skilled in those powers. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was unfortunate. Um, and so, so the, yeah, the fucking I'm not even going to say discourse because it was just people spouting bullshit about yeah. like the hate that that like woman got is completely undeserved. Because I Cause assume she she's just a nice person. <laughs> yeah, and like Ray, like ex- like writing aside, Ray is objectively the most interesting character in Star Wars because she's not 
up to a point no. she was no one <laughs> see no look she is the most interesting when she's nobody but then she's not the, she's the least interesting yeah. when she's somebody up on up until that one point in episode yeah. nine fuck she's the perfect character <laughs> yeah. well like i i also understand that people are like oh she has a lot of powers but for me i'm like it's it makes sense if you just even read a second of just like look the dark side has all this fucking power it's got kylo red there's a big massive void in the light side and the and those powers always have to be the same level that's why she's on that level just immediately yeah. but she doesn't understand how to use any of those powers Anakin's a Mary Sue as well. Anakin shouldn't be able to pod race. The only reason a human can pod race is because he's fucking born of the force. I hate that phrase so much. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I hate it. None of those it words are in the Bible. And I'm going to use the phrase, it gives me the ick. Gives you the ick, does it? It gives me the ick when somebody says Mary Sue. Those yeah. phrases. I'm just, lads, just, just get it's, outside. Like, it's fine. Just touch grass. <laughs> Like, and so, yeah, I mean, Daisy Ridley coming back, I'm very surprised that she agreed to it. As you said, yeah. must be a shit ton of money. It's set 15 years after the ultimate defeat of the Sith, and she'll be trying to rebuild the new Jedi Order. I think this is kind of the movie everybody kind of wanted with Luke, but very different time back when you could have done that movie in, say, I don't know, the 90s. Um, yeah. Like, and... You, you you could arguably uh, cast Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker. Uh, they look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But I think, again, not like validates, but it gives more weight to Rey as a character that she's not just forgotten about. They're continuing with her. We're going to see how the Jedi Order grows from there. Hopefully better, because Rey is just, Rey is like, she, she, she's done with the old Jedi. Like, the books are fucking destroyed. And so... And I also just feel sorry in terms of that character. I mean, it's a fictional character, but just, like, it just written so badly. <laughs> like, yeah. just, just lived out to die in just terms of the story itself. Um, and, like, and as well as that, like, I don't think that there should be... I don't think Ian McDermott should be a force ghost talking to her the no, whole time. Like, I, I, look, I love Ian McDermott, a legend of the game, but you just you need a different villain. yeah. You really do. Like, the you need... not Like, the conflict in that movie could just be that people don't trust the Jedi because of how historically they've fucked up consistently. Yeah, like, who... What's happening in the Jedi when she's trying to rebuild that order? Like, she promised Luke as well that she would rebuild the order, but... How is that going? I'm assuming a lot of pushback. As you said, Jedis are the reason why all this fucked up shit happened. Because you got yeah. so set in your laurels that you just basically let anything happen. And Ian McDermott came in and took over the fucking place. And then all the Nazis took over and killed everyone for fucking 60 years. Uh, yeah, like I'm just hoping that <clears throat> they learn the lessons about what didn't work from particularly episode 9. And they're just like, right, we're just going to make a really good... Yeah. Star Wars movie and it's not going to be designed by committee and it's not going to be designed to sell the most toys None of that's which I get happen. that's every Star Wars movie that has to happen that's why it exists as a property but wouldn't it be nice to have a good film what if we just did a cool film Sean come up with a random idea from a comic book you read 10 years ago oh Jesus uh, <laughs> Darth Vader uh, goes and visits Padme's grave 
Cool. Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> it's really good. Um, no, I also just before we leave Star Wars because we spent like twenty minutes on it, Sean. Yep. Um, odds of John Boyega coming back. How many trucks of money do they have to give that man? They'll have to like he need. They need to buy him a country, like a good one. <laughs> We're talking Pablo Escobar money. We're talking Greenland, like, for John Boyega to come back. <laughs> Boyega's getting Greenland, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news from Star Wars, and it's from it's our first trailer of the week, Sean. It oh. is the trailer, our first teaser trailer that came out a few weeks ago for The Marvels. Um, yes. This is obviously the sequel to Captain Marvel with Brie Larson, um, and now movies come back everyone's been kind of obviously marvel at the minute not doing too great right not the best we will not say. the best but can i just say sean i think this is my favorite trailer i've watched in several years really really <laughs> yes. now very interesting i watched this trailer and i caught myself doing it I'm like I'm tempering my expectations as I'm watching the trailer which is absolutely not what a trailer should be doing no I agree but also I mean like it's the beastie boys you, you go you go this is the you're thing. going hard like they know that, like it's set this movie's gonna have a tone which I think is good um I wonder will it get like the the conceit of this is that every time they use their powers they switch places hmm is that going to be for the whole time, do you think? I don't think so, because in that big fight scene with the three of them, they're not swapping places. Right, they're just good. using their powers. So I'm assuming at some stage they solve it. I don't know how, but they do. Um, look, I think this movie... Um, I, I'm going to say it was the best trailer just because I wasn't expecting anything. And then yeah. after watching it, I was like, you know what? I think that could be good. And that's what I the trailer's am, meant to do. <laughs> also, I am delighted to see Kamala Khan again. Oh my like, God, right? This trailer doesn't work without that woman in this, right? Not at all. I, like, I have no interest in this movie other than to see that fucking Egypt going around just being a legend. Just, just being a fucking goofball. Like, <laughs> and her family are in it as well. Like, oh, that was me. In, that was me sold. Once you got her in it and Kamala Khan's in it and the family's in it and they're all just there. I'm like, I don't literally care what happens with Nick Fury or Carol or Monica, but yeah. as long as that family's okay, then we're all good. Because if you've seen the, the show, Miss Marvel... Um, the family dynamics the, in that are outstanding. Yeah, episode one, episode two, excellent. Episode three and four, absolutely atrocious. But that's this isn't including the villain. The the characters themselves are really, really good. Um I I just think this movie could be really good. Um and it's something that I think I needed because I was kind of coming into it going, this could be shit. This could be yeah. quite bad. And I was like I'm pleasantly surprised about everything to do with this, but it also might just be Suicide Squad levels where they play Bohemian Rhapsody in the Suicide Squad trailer and they get they get you pumped for 2016 Suicide Squad and that movie is not good and maybe it's just the music choice and it's nothing else. Yeah, but also like for a movie like this especially, it would have been really easy to just be like, oh, they're in a 
they're in a quantum planet. They're in a planet. They're, it's it's a green screen planet, but they're actually like in places in this. Like they're <laughs> they're getting credit for being places. I mean, it looks like there are some sets. You know, is all I'm saying. Uh, also, the, the scene with the cat. With Goose the cat and just like yeah. when it eats the fucking people and then Kamala Khan's reaction fucking amazing. Um, Hundred euro if you can tell me what the race of that cat is. Oh, um, oh, I actually kind of do know it, but I don't know it. Go on, boys. It's a flurkin. Flurkin, yes, it's a yeah. fucking flurkin. There's several of them in it. There's a load of cats going down the stairs. Yeah, I feel like they go to like the the cat planet, the flurkin planet in this. Uh, the the it also looks like the powers the power swap thing looks like it it affects everyone all at once like it's not just like oh Kamala and Captain Marvel are swapping Photon is swapping as well Monica Rambeau every yeah everyone no well no she doesn't swap when they go visit the family Kamala can use her oh. powers and only her and Carol swap. Okay, I thought everyone was swapping all the time, like a Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer scenario. <laughs> no, no, but like, do you think this movie will be good? Is the is my question really? I want, I really want it to be, you know, and I like it's going to get so fucking review bombed, which is really unfair, uh, just because the internet's a terrible place and there's terrible people on it. But and I people want don't it like to be Brie good. Larson. But what about Kamala Khan? <laughs> but yeah, Kamala Khan's great. Brie Larson is great as well. Like everyone is like everyone is great except the man who plays Kamala Khan's dad. He's a bad dude, it turns out. Uh Is he? But yeah, he's up to some he's sending some texts. Oh uh, no, I didn't oh, know what that. A, what a prick, what a prick. The character can nice still be dad. good, but the actor's a dick. Uh, <laughs> but um I want this to be good. I will see this in cinemas just to give it the money to support it. Uh like it's some fucking indie project and needs my support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it's, I think it's worth, it's worth making movies like this and about characters like this. And Women. also, I'm I'm also ready to accept that this movie might just be the same as all the recent Marvel movies of just kind of bland and a bit shite. But yeah. I'm also willing to be like, let's just let it play out because I mean, we were all excited about Thor Ragnarok or not Thor Ragnarok, Thor Love and Thunder yeah. didn't go well. Did um, not go well. The the also uh, the with with this the idea that um, the like if this is as good what if this is as good as episodes one and two of Captain Marvel Connor or uh, of Miss Marvel sorry oh oh because that what if that's it's that good I I don't know if it will be I think those episode one of Miss Marvel I think is the best pilot they've done oh hundred percent it's the best yeah. The, I, I was like, uh, like aside from Loki and WandaVision like I think Miss Marvel and actually Hawkeye are my favourite Disney Plus shows yeah, but uh, Hawkeye is carried by Florence Pugh and Hayley Steinfeld <laughs> honestly yeah the, uh, also spoilers for Miss Marvel but she's uh, and one two three spoilers she's a mutant right yes do you think that's gonna fucking come up at all no okay fair <laughs> how is she connected to them the bangles, I guess, have probably the same energy that gave. But, um, but that was all to Shang Chi. Just yeah, it's, I don't think you need to look Eternals? too much into it. We're we're just excited that Kamala Khan is in this, um, yeah. and 
I'm re- and I feel like people won't know who she is and they might find her annoying but I think we might find her charming maybe our love for that character will blind us to the quality of the movie not quite sure but I think it looks kind of fun <laughs> I really want Iman Vellani to get final say on everything in this script everything <laughs> I, I want her to get an Oscar. everything in Marvel <laughs> we've come hard on Barry Iman Vellani yeah. and who's the other one Paul Meskel. <laughs> Paul Meskel. There are three. I think we got two of them are Irish. She's resident. We'll bring her in. We'll, she's yeah. technically Irish as well, really. Like <laughs> if you if you think about. Um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to some terrible news that I really think oh, you're going to like that came yeah. out this week. Uh, that is Harry Potter series gets seven yeah. season order with she oh. who must not be named producing the show. This is like. I forgot we were going to have to talk about this because in what world in this climate with the reception to 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 JK being what it is how do you think how do you think Greenlight in seven seasons of a show is good also those poor kids who are going to be cast as these characters are going to get like brutalised destroyed yeah yeah, yeah. like it's not fair also, very minor thing. Why did they change it to, from HBO Max to Max? That's another thing. <laughs> HBO, at least you had a good recognisable like, brand. HBO Max, you're like, this is quality. Let's take away the thing that people think of quality. Max sounds like, it sounds like, you know, you have like Rakuten and stuff built into your TV. <laughs> it's that level. What is it? I watched it on Max. What? <laughs> it sounds it like sounds, a dog. It sounds shady. Like, it sounds like it's an adult <laughs> film. <laughs> I just don't understand that idea. And so when I read that Harry Potter series gets seven C's in order with Max, I was like, who the fuck is Max? <laughs> Even if you wanted to do fucking Warner Brothers Max or some shit like that. Yeah. But no, Discovery have to be evolved. Warner Brothers Discovery Max. Yeah, that doesn't work. Keep That's why they got HBO rid of it. Because they didn't want oh. HBO just getting the name in front of it. It was just Max. Just make, make the TV, like, oh, just, there's no benefit to doing that. It's already, like, it has the best, some of the best shows, but it's the worst service. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, but Sean, this this isn't about Max and their their business ideas. This is about Harry Potter. Now, look, we've had yeah, a sorry. Moves. Before you continue, can I just say, someone is blaring, like, dance music outside the window, <laughs> and I can see the waveform picking up the rhythm. So... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll do my best to get rid of that. <laughs> Why did you start a rave in the middle of the recording? Oh, it's look, it's, we love Harry Potter that much. I just on this love show. a bit of the wizarding world. So, does this mean that the Fantastic Beasts movie are fully cancelled now? Oh, they're done. They're they're Finished. they're dead in the war. We're never going to see them again. So they've started Good. again. Oh, this is great business, right? You get three movies into a seven movie thing, you get rid of it. Fuck that, yeah. right? Then clearly it's not say, working they only like the original yeah thing. and now we've done eight originals less than maybe 15 years ago a whole yeah. eight movies all the actors are still only like 30 because they started when they were 10 it's yeah. that's pretty good uh, but what we'll do is we'll do seven more seasons with brand new children who will be constantly compared to the actors who are only 30 now <laughs> It it makes no earthly sense, and like I I like I suppose the argument is that they have more time and they're going to adapt more of the book, but like that sounds I don't want to watch that dragged out over ten episodes for 
seven to ten years of my life. Yeah. Fuck that. Who are you going to get? Like, because yeah. no matter, as you said, who you, no matter who you bring in, those poor children are going to be fucking destroyed. That it is, is remarkable that all of the people in Harry, who are in Harry Potter, most of them ended up very well adjusted. Like they all Daniel seem Radcliffe nice. should not be as level headed as he is. <laughs> he he had a true a few rough years, but there's yeah. he's like he's he's a really nice human being apparently from all from all everything I've seen. Right? This is it. Like it's it's like Emma Watson works for the fucking UN and stuff like that. Like <laughs> yeah. it's honestly wild. And like the kids first like. Like, casting a child actor is hard enough. Casting a child actor who then has to go on and act for the next decade and still, like, be a part of that role, be iconic with that role, competing with the person who came before, who is arguably the most iconic version of that character to ever exist. How could you possibly do that? And, like, we're not even... We're just taking the project itself. We're not even talking about your one. We're, yeah. we're, but just in terms of the poor cast, bring it in. It's like, you ca- you cast a child 10, maybe 11, but, like, it's not going to take seven years. It's going to take longer no. than seven years to do seven series. It's going to be, like, it's going to be six months of filming, and then it's going to be, like, promoed for six months, and then it's going to come out over the space of two or three months. So you're talking the like, year and a half. But I'm assuming cycle. though these are going to be longer because they're going to be a lot of CGI unless they cut down the budget. Like I'm thinking it could take a year and a half to do it, like every season. So then you're reaching a decade. So by the time they're like, because kids, I don't know if you know this, Sean, they grow up real quick. <laughs> they do age. They do age between. It's, it's between a miracle projects. the original movies. They kind of get away with it. They do, but even at the end, you're like, okay, these are but, 20 something. And they, they were doing back to fucking back. Like, they would fit yeah. up one movie and then just go straight to the next movie while the other one was out in cinemas. It was a fucking juggernaut. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I, who do you bring back as Voldemort? How is any of this going to be good? How do you have Voldemort thing, it, as the enemy for ten, seven seasons? It would be as, as if, right. Like and also like they had the benefit that the books were coming out, so people are still relatively surprised, and it was all still relatively new. Everyone fucking knows what Harry Potter is about now, mm. um, and the like the way that it's going to be is that it will be like the MCU saying, "Oh, we're going to do an Iron Man TV series," but it's going to completely pretend like Robert Downey Jr. never happened, and this is the new person we're casting as Iron Man. Love him immediately. like it's bad enough when they like have someone take up the mantle and have it that the original character still existed this is actively saying no this is the version now and and also let's just not give that woman any more money no (laughs) that's another thing why why support that woman she's horrendous she's horrible just leave it just leave her alone leave her (laughs) destitute in a ditch covered in gold We're going to move on, Sean. I was actually going to spend longer on our next piece of news, but I don't actually think we have time. We're, we're flying through these. There's a lot of Jesus, news to so get through. There's so much to talk um, about. Adam Driver, rumoured to be making a deal with Marvel for Fantastic Four, but he's not going to be playing Doctor Doom, which he's meant to be playing. He was yeah. born to play. He's going to be playing Reed Richards. What do you think about that? Was he on our bingo card of people who were he going was, to be yeah, He was, yeah. He was one of the rumours from like six months ago when they were right, getting like okay. a new one every week. Look, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, like, but he I should be Doom. <laughs> he should be Doom. He should absolutely be Doom. And the guy who plays uh, Quaz, 
in Quantum Mania, he should be Reed Richards. Um, the he's in the oh, good place as well. Yes, I know who you're talking be, about. Yes. Yeah, he should be Reed Richards. He like he's the best casting for Reed Richards. However, they wasted him on a bit part. But I don't hate Adam Driver in that role. I think he he's good enough of an actor, and he can play. We've seen him play various. Like he'll do silly. He'll also do really serious. You know. Yeah. Like, and also he has a he has that age of dickhead that I think he could put he could pull off that age of Reed Richards is going to kill us all he actually doesn't care if we die he's got the superiority thing that he can yeah. do yeah um, and and Jody Cobra is still being rumored as to play Sue Storm they'd so, be a pretty a pretty good match I mean they were in um, uh, the last duel you know that Ridley Scott movie oh yeah that was filmed in ago. fucking Dorky wasn't it yeah so they were in the last duel together so it would make sense to bring them both in they probably have inbuilt chemistry as it is and yeah. also they're two very talented human beings so they'd probably make it work but we don't know any casting right now I just wanted to let you know he's basically the frontline runner at the minute of our weekly segment that we got rid of because we're now monthly but he's oh. number one <laughs> hey that's until he's not you know remember like <laughs> it was like a year nearly a year ago when we were like oh there's this upcoming Disney announcement we're definitely getting Fantastic Four and X-Men yeah. casting confirmed yeah and they just still haven't done anything they <laughs> have done nothing with it it's ridiculous I, I read a headline today putting the show together and it was like um, have Marvel waited too long to do X-Men and the Fantastic Four and I was kind of like well yeah, they've kind of waited a, ooh, um, it's kind of giant they can't do X-Men until at least 2025 because that's when all the original actors contracts expire ah so. I didn't know that yeah although like the, the, the contract is that if fucking Professor X appears in a film at the minute has to be portrayed by James McAvoy uh, if it's oh, Patrick Stewart if it's a new version ah okay yeah, okay, if cool. they're making a because Patrick you know, Stewart's neck needs to be snapped, at least there are two. Got to keep heads. snapping that man's neck. It's the only way. <laughs> um, maintain Ma- gonna- Michael Fassbender should have been the head of the mutants in Doctor Strange. I think it would have been way uh, better. Why wasn't he? Why was he not? Why, why, why wasn't he? You had a, it. Was he's right so there. evil. He Just it. let him. You know let him he would have done evil. it. Just yeah. let him be the worst person, but he's the best. <laughs> And then put him on a train. <laughs> put him on a goddamn train. <laughs> He's bending people's arms. Oh, oh it's <laughs> the best. It's the best. Um, Sean, I have uh, terrible news that I thought mm. you might like. Uh, live mm. action remake. I know what you like. Disney's oh, Moana has been announced to be getting yeah, a live action Yeah, forgot remake. we were going to have to talk about this. What? It's not even 10 years old. Like, are you asking me my thoughts on this? Because I yes. think you know them. <laughs> Go on. It's shit. Why is it? This is just stroking The Rock's ego because Black Adam made no fucking money. I genuinely think The Rock went away. Black Adam, he got fired from Black Adam and mm-hmm. it didn't do very well. But maybe in one of his promotional videos, he's like, it did well in Taiwan for a week or two. We had the biggest opening ever in this one city. Yep. Um, and fair play. But he went away and he's like, what's my most popular character that we could easily cash in on? And I know we can do Moana. And I'm going to kill this. This, yeah. But I don't, like, I don't want to watch that, is the thing. Moana's great. Moana's yeah. a fun time. The Rock is, I like, I actively dislike him in movies now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's such a nice man, but he needs to stop. He, he, I don't even know if he's that nice. I think it's all an act. I think it's all a calculated <laughs> act by The Rock. I think it's a long act, though. He's been doing it for a while. Like... I think no, I know what he is. I this here's here's my opinion. Yeah. I think he's a very nice man. 
He's a very charismatic man. He's always been very, very charismatic, and people have always loved him, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, he's kind of got away with doing the same movie for, like, ten years. And everyone was kind of like, every movie, everyone was kind of like, ah, 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 he's doing it again. again. And and then there was always, like, a little bit, like, maybe ten years ago, or eight years ago, everyone was like, I kind of like you to do a different kind of, ah! And then five years, it was like, well, maybe you should do maybe a different... Ah, but he's, he's a fucking nice man. And as it got closer, and now in the last year, we've hit boiling point of people being like, this motherfucker's been doing the same thing for 10 years. And his charm no longer works. And what happens when the world's most charismatic man stops making money in all mm. of his movies? He gets confused. And I think right now he's reeling. I think because he's lived his whole life as the most charismatic man in the world. And he can't well, understand why people don't like him anymore. It, here's my argument is that I think since his days in WWE, The Rock has just been playing a character the whole time. Really? I think he's just been kayfabe in it, and he's even as a movie star, he's just been like he's had the persona, and then that's all it is. I don't know if that's actually him or not. I I, I think he's, he's too hustle focused, Connor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's actually leaned too far into it, and I think people like when they liked him, that was charming. And yeah. now that they're kind of like, actually, you know what? He's kind. And then when he's like, I got seven dollars. I was like, oh, fuck off, man. Fuck, it's a really like, fascinating psychological thing to watch. It really is. It really is. And like, but but then you have like Batista on the other side of a wrestler turned actor who just he's picking really good roles. True, he's challenging but will himself. I? Yeah, I think I think the Rock is very out there, and I think that worked for him with his charisma. And mm-hmm. whereas Batista's under the radar a little bit more so he'll get away with it for longer I think and also he changes it up but but I can understand The Rock's point of view if I was the world's most charismatic man and I could make a billion dollars doing the same movie every year that's what I would do every year 100% but I don't know fair enough make the same movie don't make the same movie (laughs) he wants to go to the jungle yeah, yeah, he will go to the jungle in Moana. But, like, I... I mm, it's just, oh, it's going to be insufferable, the fucking marketing for this, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, hey, I'm The Rock. Like, this is... You've seen this, but now it's real. It's all real. It's not animated. I'm all of actually the charm. fascinated by the psychological damage that man is going through. He's so confused. He doesn't understand... He's never Why not been he- universally loved. That's exactly my point. So mm. it must be really fascinating, his team, being like, we're looking at the numbers here, boss. Yeah. And for the first time ever in the history of your life, it's like 49, 51. People are like, well, I'm kind of getting yeah. a bit bored of The Rock. Yeah, I think it's just boredom. And it's like, it's a terrible way to talk about another human being. It's just, I'm just bored of them. Nothing they do is interesting to me. But once again, it's... I think he is nice. I think you're, I think you're being harsh with the, he's, uh, he's playing a character. I think um, he's playing a character. Don't think anyone's that he, nice. He does a lot of Make-A-Wish. Like, come on, man. He's a nice man. John Cena does more. That, well, that's true. He's in hot water <laughs> as well. <laughs> is he? What's the upset? John Cena, well, John Cena's actually more. He's, I think he's even more than The Rock. Uh, he's good at vanilla answers in press conferences. Non-stop. I think he's definitely played a character as well. Um, I think he's definitely a company man. 
is what you know. Oh, 100% all yeah. day, every day. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the trailer that everyone's talking about, Sean. Barbie. The mm-hmm. Barbie trailer dropped this month Fucking with Margot Robbie. It's got Ryan Gosling. I mean, Sean, this movie I have written in my notes bonkers makes no sense is it a horror movie is it a comedy is it a drama i don't know and that's what kind of fucks me up (laughs) it's barbie and ken going to the real world i guess is the like the overall plot but can i just say as a trailer this is fantastic Oh, it's a great trailer greta gerwig's a lunatic (laughs) insane woman i don't know how she does it the ryan gosling as ken is perfect uh the the bit where she, like, this very first shot, she's walking in the shoes, she steps out and her feet are still in the shape of yeah. the Barbie legs. When I saw that, I had the same reaction as when I saw Robert Pattinson punch that man in the Batman trailer. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's Barbie. <laughs> like, what happens when talented human beings, basically, and Greta Gerwig is probably one of the best directors in Hollywood work and writers and directors. Like, yeah. What happens when talented people are just like let's do something so fucking mad that nobody else will be able to even visualise what this movie will be and let's just do it to 11 and see what it's, fucking happens and, and everyone involved was just like okay we're going to do exactly what you say <laughs> Yes, it's absolutely insane I assume it's going to have like a little bit of the, the Lego movie vibe where there's a child playing with them maybe Maybe that's that would that would lend to like because they are there's a bit it's like we're, I'm going to sleep over because we're boyfriend girlfriend yeah and it's then like, it's well, like well, we do? well I don't know I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> I also think Gosling is perfect as Ken oh my god he's killing it it's also adding to the universe of uh, jackets that Ryan Gosling looks good in uh, have he's you seen him on the red carpet last off. night. Yeah, like, I've seen the jacket. It, I don't know how he does it. It's got, it's got. Also, I want the shirt that has Greta Gerwig in the Barbie font. I think that's fucking brilliant. But you won't be able to pull it off like he does. Not at all, but I'll try. I'll try, Connor. <laughs> it's just, it's like a candy coloured, like, it was like just you took LSD and then they just did this movie. And I was like, at the end of this trailer, I was like, I don't know what I was expecting, but that is exactly what I was expecting, but I didn't know I was expecting exactly that. It's like, yeah, you watch the trailer and it's like, oh, of course that's how you do a Barbie. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how you would do this movie. I didn't even know. But like, yeah, I I think everyone in this is insane. I think if this... This is... Their, my new gag, favourite gag, is this versus Oppenheimer coming out on the yeah. same day. Um, Can that, I put the final nail in that coffin for you? Go for it. Barbie comes in at a crisp one hour, 40 minutes. Oh, this might be the perfect movie. <laughs> I think genuinely. Genuinely. It's, for for the time it takes you to watch Oppenheimer, you could nearly watch Barbie twice. You'd probably be able to watch it twice. By, yeah. by the time Nolan is finished, this movie's done twice. This it's, it's like, oh, it's going to be... I hope they do some marketing thing with the both of them. Like, it just... Like, they do Oppenheimer, but it's like Barbie figures acting out I am become death destroyer of worlds <laughs> I just like I just wrote is it a horror or a comedy or an adventure <laughs> what is this I think it's an, I think it's mostly adventure and, no I think like, it's a horror I think it's like starts off like this is like the first 15 minutes there's no plot in this fucking trailer and then 
after a while it's going to get turned on its head and uh, like the Harry Styles Florence Pugh thing where you're like this whole world is fucked and it's like a horror thing but it's not a horror okay maybe I mean we'll have to wait and see Connor see, that's the thing <laughs> Give me nothing else. Give me nothing else about this movie. Since the announcement of this movie, by the way, me and you have been so confused as to what it will be, like, from two years ago. And even now, after seeing the trailers, I'm like, I still have no clue what this fucking movie is. But that's fine. But I also want to watch it. Yeah, I've never wanted to see a movie more in my life. (laughs) So, we're going to move on. Um, Very quickly, Paddington Tree is happening, just so everyone knows. Uh, Great, he's going to deepest, darkest Peru, I hear. That's that's locked in. And we are going to finish off Movie movie Monthlies with another trailer, Sean. Okay. Moving on from the Barbie trailer, that is the Blue Beetle trailer that came out this month. Um, For a movie that DC kind of wants you to forget, because they're not really doing anything with this world anymore. But at the same time, I'm very interested, because I love Blue Beetle as a character. And I was like, this is really a left field. Could work. Um, Yeah. Sean, as someone who doesn't really know Blue Beetle, what did you think of the trailer? it It feels kind of in the middle between like what DC was and what they were moving towards like it's definitely late DCU kind of trailer um the fucking the, the, there's also a lot in it in terms of like the you basically Plot. get the origin for blue beetle yeah, yeah, in yeah. this uh, i think you had to do that for the origin trailer yeah now the the effect of the scarab fucking assimilating with Jamie Reyes horrifying yeah like terrifying stuff but that's what it's meant to be it's, yeah. it takes over his body he's a host for it like it's yeah. I mean, it's like it, it's genuinely like unsettling we've never seen that before that's really cool um, I'm confused as to how established the Blue Beetle is because later on in the trailer we see him flying around in like the Blue Beetle mobile there's like a yeah, big- that's that's a bit strange. Unless they're doing the thing that Ted Cord was around already as the Blue oh. Beetle, and that's where the Scarab came from. That would be really fun. That would so be how cool. you would do it is Ted Cord was around for years. He's the previous Blue Beetle. Susan Sarandon's character maybe kills off the previous Blue Beetle. Ted Cord dies. His all his stuff is there. He's got the Blue Beetle cave or whatever, yeah. and like all the fucking gear is there. The Scarab uh, finds um, uh, Jaime Reyes mm. and basically just attaches it to him. Susan Sarandon's like, "That's mine. Like I took it from Ted Cord's house." Yeah. And it's now mine. And that's maybe how the mobile comes in and all that stuff. That's how you kind of would do it. That would make sense that there's already this existing like legacy that he's just kind of picking up. And it, maybe he has like the comic books of the Blue Beetle. Because I like the idea that the family already know that like they're involved with. That's like her. That's like a real like horrific scene. When he yeah. like starts, when he starts like pseudo, and then like just one of the family members gets fired across the room because he can't control what's going on. It's horrendous, and you see like the the fucking extra pincers jump out of his yeah. back and shit like that. 
Like, it's genuinely horrifying. Like, Blue Beetle is a character that I didn't really know a lot about, but, like, I knew I knew bits from, like, say, Young Justice, Gordon. if you wanted to watch that. So I was literally about to bring that up. Is season two of Young Justice <laughs> is, shut up, you've never seen it, leave me alone. <laughs> but, uh, the Blue, Blue Beetle from Young Justice, if anyone doesn't really understand Blue Beetle or wants to know more, I would recommend season two of Young Justice. Um, Jaime Reyes is in it, and he's basically the catalyst for the whole season because there's multiple scarabs. And, oh, cool. And then there's a bad scarab and it's like, you should join us. Why are you against us? And he's like, well, I'm, I'm human. But the scarab wants to join the other scarabs because it has a mind of its own. So it's like telling them, you should kill humans. Like, go join them. They're, they're obviously the winning side. We should stick together. That's cool. I like the idea as well that the scarab protects the owner, but like he doesn't have control over it. No, it's it's a very tricky situation. So the the scarab can kind of be controlled the more confident he is, but at the start, the scarab is leading the way. It's very much like um, to me, this trailer was like Iron Man and Spider Man mixed together. Yeah. So you, so it was basically like kill mode in the the Spidey suit. That's the Iron Man Spidey suit that's been done up. Um, yeah, it's, he, it's just he, that with Karen all the time. It's taking over. Like you, you're just you're just along for the ride. Yeah, he, he goes kill mode all the time, but he doesn't want to do to kill mode. But then you also have like the power of like Jaime Reyes. He's a different character, so he's into all this other stuff. So anything he can imagine, the suit can come up with. Yeah, like he makes the he, he has two swords and he makes them into one big sword. Like, yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know, uh, Susan Sarandon as the villain. Um, she's actually playing, Sean, I just found out, I've just done a bit of research, Victoria Cord is who she is playing. Interesting. Very interesting. Interesting that that character is called Victoria Cord, almost like that might be related to Ted, and that is why she wants the scarab. Is it like, uh, what are we thinking wife? Are we thinking sister? Are we thinking what's going on there? Uh, so, ooh, could be could be anything. Felt, felt entitled to the scar, but never took it up herself. Always jealous of Ted. Fe- felt like it's in the family. Ted passes yeah. away. It's my scarab now. I'm going to do some research. I work for the government in a lab of some sort. I'm going to do um, bad things with this. I'm going to do bad things with this. My brother never used it to its full potential. Someone steals it, gives it to... Gives it to Jaime. Is that his name? No, Jamie no. Jaime? He goes to for a job interview. Yeah, in that. but then he gets handed it in a burger box, right? True. Yeah, and so it finds him. Yeah. And so then he gets out of there. But how does that happen? So I mean, I didn't actually find that out until Susan Sarandon's character is called Victoria Cord, which makes a lot of sense now. So Ted Cord definitely existed, and that's where all the Blue Beetle stuff comes from. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, and so that's why you have this the ship and everything like that. Um, and then I love the idea because because there's a previous character with that name with that symbol, he has to live up to that. And yeah. he's like, "How I'm just like I'm just me. Like I don't, I don't understand what's going on here." And it's like, "How am I ever going to be like the old Blue Beetle?" And then he has to grow into. It's a big origin story. He's going to be really uncertain about himself, and the Scarab's going to be mostly in control. But then once he assessed himself, he's in control again. It's but John, I have a question for you. Will this yeah. movie come out? <laughs> oh, I really hope so. God, I hope so. Is is there a date on it, or is it just coming soon? It's um October, isn't it? Okay. Uh, okay. I, I mean, Jesus, if October? Craven is coming out, this will definitely come out, right? Aquaman is the last one in the run, but Blue Beetle is before Aquaman. 
So right. I'm pretty positive it's like September, October. This is coming out. And then Aquaman is coming out in December, around Christmas, I think. And then we have a clean slate, buddy. And then it's done. Then it's finished. The old ECU is done. It's, it's done. Dead. It's but, dead. No one will mourn. But I want this Blue Beetle to continue on. Do you think he will? Do you think he'll... I hope so. I, well, it depends on how well the movie does. And I think it will probably won't do that well. So they probably won't keep it up. But I think the movie could be good. They were originally looking at putting this directly to streaming as well, which is fucking Yeah, weird. so they just they moved this from streaming to to the cinematic release. Yeah. My God. I mean... Well, after, like, they, after they cancelled Batgirl. <laughs> What if it, what if it's a like it's a billion dollars that it makes and they're like fuck we got to get rid of him but <laughs> you just keep him on I suppose like, no one, like this seems like it's fairly contained honestly and James like, Gunn would be smart enough that he I'm assuming he probably likes the character of Blue Beetle anyway because it's like a weird character that isn't one of the mainstream that's perfect for him um, yeah. And, like, he would probably like that character to move forward as well. Pro- and I think it's better that it's not Ted Cord. I like the idea that there's an old Blue Beetle. Like, it's like a Zorro movie. <laughs> like, there's an yeah. old character you got to live up to. Like, it's pa- yeah, it's passed down and it's like, there's all this history associated with it. No, I think it'll be... I'm, ex- I'm excited about this. It's a, it's a DC movie I'm excited to watch. So, And I'm very excited something. about Ackman and the Lost Kingdom. Is that what oh, you're about to say? Can't wait until they find that kingdom. <laughs> James Mamoa doesn't even want to be there. <laughs> no, not anymore. Not these days. Um, so, Sean, that's it for this week, or this month's movie monthlies, I think. My goodness. That was a packed, that was a chunky packed. little episode. Packed, so it was. Look, I mean, 20 minutes of Star Wars talk will do that to a man. But mm. uh, would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yes, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this month's episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next month with another edition of Movie Mondays. Uh, big shout outs to everyone on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description. Go listen to the Star Wars episode. It's a spicy one. Um, and shout outs go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Anonymous Comrade Viva La Revolution, David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, Where We're Going, We Don't Need Roads, We Need Cake, Lord Smith, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, Buster, Ed Ball, Lorraine and Connor have swapped the order of their names in order to purposefully bamboozle Sean, Russ, I have finally seen Hayley Williams crush All I Wanted live, so we are all good. Parfit. We didn't see that because the tree arena had fucking technical issues. Yeah, uh, I, I remember that. It, it, it was, broke. It broke, went down for like five minutes and then they had to skip it in the encore because all the confetti was timed to the other song. Disgusting. Uh, disgusting. Foul. Sorry, stuff. Russ. We, we don't so, hate you, but we do. But we're <laughs> envious. Um, <laughs> thank you as well to Jackson Bruheim. Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tipsly subscribed to the Patreon. And Kira Lawler. Thanks to everyone who supports us whether it's on Patreon or in all of the other ways that are linked below the merch store here's for hire.e forward slash shop twitter at here's for hire pod the four is the number four facebook is detective development's discussion group instagram is here's for hire podcast but the best way to support the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one please and I think that's about it Connor I think so so I've been Connor Lawler I've been Sean Neal I shall see you all next month guys bye bye
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.